This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello, and welcome back to Taking Back the Reins. I'm your host, I'm Dina Shale. In this podcast, we're going to talk today about how equine interaction differs from traditional talk therapies and other types of therapies as well. This podcast is for you if you're looking to set up an equine facilitated learning business, if you are interested in how equine therapy works and also how different it is to other types of therapy that are out there. So today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how equine therapy works with adults and children and how different it is to what people really perceive. I can't tell you how many times I've had people say to me, oh, I just don't get this thing with horses. But it's really, really simple. And obviously, as I've talked about in the previous podcasts, Equine therapy isn't about petting ponies. It's learning about nature and all the things that we've forgotten. It's learning about how nature and animals come together, how they're our healing medicine and what animals and nature can teach us about ourselves. So equine therapy offers a therapeutic environment where people can come and learn in a non-threatening environment and it's very different to talk therapy. The majority of children and adults that come through the equine facilitated learning are people who have tried other types of therapeutic intervention and they haven't worked. Children often find it difficult to open up and process painful emotions and experiences and What I see quite a lot of in the work that we do is people that have taken their children to talk therapy, they think that's the natural route. You know, the children have been adopted or they've had an incident that's really traumatised them in the past or they're highly stressed about school or they've got a lot of anxiety around being in school or being with people. And we take them to a traditional talk therapist and the children become really overwhelmed. So they sit in the chair and then all of a sudden they've got to feel the shame and the guilt of being in that chair and then talking about something that's really painful for them. And I remember the same when I was younger, you know, people taking me to sit in a chair with a therapist and me feeling very vulnerable in that situation and thinking, no, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to be judged by somebody else. Now, children feel less vulnerable when they're working with animals. And of course, they become less aggressive because they're not in the fight and flight. And very often, children don't want to hurt an animal. So where they may project their anger onto an adult in a school environment or, you know, in a home or in a a family environment, very often when children come and work with animals, it takes that vulnerability away. When we first started out, we worked with a lot of children that had ADHD and autism. And of course, being with nature helps them bring down their nervous system. And just being around the animals is really calming for them. And obviously, we have a very, very quiet yard because we don't want it busy. We don't want the hustle, the bustle. And and sometimes children come, you know, with their ear defenders on and they're very highly sensitive children. And the horses help them to regulate. When the horses are calm, the children are calm and that stops the anger. 
And if the horse is regulated, so is the child. And what can happen is this amazing magic between the animal and the child. But what we want to do is when those children come in and they're with their mum or their dad or their carer, we want them to be able to work with that regulated other person. We want that parent or carer to be able to learn how to regulate their own nervous system. Because children can be triggered by the fact that your nervous system is out of line. I certainly know when my son was growing up, you know, he could sense when I was dysregulated and I used to be incongruent with him and I used to lie quite a lot and say, yes, I'm fine, I'm fine. But actually, I wasn't fine. But that was what I'd been taught to do by my own parents. So working with animals really takes that vulnerability away. And they know exactly how we feel the children do because they are so tuned in. They are our children. They live with us. They're our herd. So equine therapy is very different because we don't sit them in a chair. We're not going to say, okay, what happened to you? Tell me all about it and make them feel even more vulnerable. What we're doing is we're teaching them valuable tools and skills that can help them for the rest of their life. We're teaching people about nervous system regulation. We're teaching the children how to understand what they're feeling and then be able to not necessarily talk about what happened to them, but express exactly the emotion that they feel. Emotional agility and being aware of what's happening in your body is the key to navigating your world. When we have people come to us, we say to them, what we do is very different. We're not here to talk about what happened. As Gabor Mate states, it's not what happens to you. It's what happens inside of you. And for those of you that don't know what I mean, it's about that nervous system regulation and understanding the emotions that are trapped within your nervous system. Horses are different in the way that they process their emotions because they have a four-point method that they use. When you go and you sit in the therapy sessions with a, a counsellor or a talk therapist, they're very good at being able to help you rationalise things and work with the prefrontal cortex. So thinking about things logically, if you've got a problem in your marriage and you're trying to sort out different things in your marriage and you're trying to be very logical about the way that you feel. But when you've experienced post-traumatic stress, complex post-traumatic stress, trauma, etc. What happens to you is you flip over into the animal part of your brain and your body goes into that primary response, which is the fight, flight or freeze. So actually, the talk therapy will just go out the window because you're not in that state of logic anymore. You're now in that primary state and your nervous system has ramped up to get your feet ready for you to run, just like the horses would. And what we teach is very different. So it's about a bit like having a big black hole on a piece of paper. And say, for instance, we're talking about grief, then that black hole is the grief. But that hole is really raw with feelings about the event. And we teach you to build the layers around that circle, that hole, so that that pain doesn't go away. But what you're doing is building resilient skills to help you move your life forward. And obviously, this is called personal development. Now, that black hole doesn't go away because that thing that happened to you 
isn't going to change and it did happen to you. But what we want is for that to become something that helps you become stronger and more resilient in the world. And if that happens again, or if something similar happens, then you have the skills to be able to deal with your nervous system, dysregulation, be able to manage the situation and move your life forward. When we're teaching the personal development skills, we're helping you to recognize the patterns and behavior you've created. And then we're helping you to subtly change them. And as I always say, this work that we do is not about petting ponies. This is life-changing things. This is life-changing and transformational work. Working with the animals gives us a unique insight into how the fight flight and freeze works and how we're stuck in our patterns, the patterns of behavior that we've developed maybe even during childhood and to help us cope with our surroundings. When you're working with an animal, and obviously we've evolved from an animal, so we have some of these skills that they are using in their primary response to danger. And these are not learned behaviours. These are something that is inset, it's preset in your body. You learn how to recognise your triggers and body awareness and how to retrieve and build those resilient skills set that we use every day. As I believe, life gets harder as you get older and we learn more lessons and we have to keep learning more new skills to help us navigate our world. Horses are a master of emotional agility, something we need to be more able to understand to be able to navigate our world around us just like the horses. They use their emotions as information and understand that prod of that gut instinct. However, we are a society of people that are taught from a very early age to hide our feelings. We feel we have to live up to the stereotype of whatever we see and whatever we hear. We learn to hide our feelings, which actually our feelings are our navigator of the world. They're almost like that old-fashioned radio that your grandparents had where they had a little button on and they would move it along to try and tune it in to listen to the radio station. I always find that really fascinating to think about that because actually, you know, many generations ago, our grandparents used those old-fashioned like turning knobs that would tune into a radio station and you'd hear them move along the frequency. Well, that's exactly what your emotions are. Your emotions are almost like that little prod that goes along and connects to the radio frequency and it becomes aligned. And like I say, traditional therapies have their place. And I've got an amazing talk therapist that I work with as well when I need to. You know, you're able to talk about logical things. However, when you're dealing with trauma, you've got to work from the bottom up. And you'll probably hear that saying a lot, lot more over the next coming months and years because it's becoming more popular to talk about the two types of therapeutic intervention that you can have. You can have the top down, which is the cognitive and working with the logical brain. But when you're working with trauma, complex post-traumatic stress, and when you're working with anybody who's had any sort of nervous system dysregulation, you've got to work with a somatic body and work up. Now, horses work in a somatic way in their nervous system. 
and they are the most amazing teachers that teach us about how we're feeling. And I always say they know us way more than we know ourselves. They know what we're feeling. We They know when we've had a, a row with our husbands or you fell out with somebody on the road and you've had road rage. They know all of those things because your nervous system isn't at grazing and they like their herd to be at grazing. And when working or looking for somebody that you would want to work with, there's something that came to mind to me earlier when I was watching something on Facebook. And there's an amazing coach from LA that occasionally pops up on my feed on Facebook. And I was listening to her this morning and and I had to write some of her little comments down that she said while she was talking about her own courses. And I see her quite a bit on Facebook and I think she's absolutely amazing and she's got some really, really good coaching tips and she's really effective with how she helps people. She's very successful. I could never afford her in a million years. She charges, um, what did she say today, £120,000 for one day with her. Oh my life, that's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable amount of money. But anyway, what she said was that effective teaching comes from embodying and teaching about your own experiences. So if you don't apply what you've learned yourself and embody the lessons that you've learned in life, then your teaching isn't through integrity. Now, to me, that just resonates with me perfectly because obviously due to my own childhood trauma and my own traumas through my adulthood as well, I've learned to help other people with those experiences, but I've had to go and integrate them into my life and help heal some of those things that that I've gone through. You know, I have constantly been working with somebody in the background to help me for many, many years. And I'm always looking for coaches and additional learning around my work as well. And that word to me really means a lot, integrity. I want people to work with me because they know that I have integrity in my teaching and that what I teach comes from not only my education around the nervous system regulation, the somatic work, also my work with horses, the rescue horses we've had in, but also my own experiences of life, my own traumas and what I've learned. And actually, that is what has brought me to do these podcasts because there's a lot of people out there that are doing it with integrity and there's a lot that are doing it without. And I want to be the best at what I do and I want to be the best that's out there and teach people to be the best because I'm helping people take back the reins. I'm helping them take back the reins in their lives and take that control back, be empowered, heal their bodies, integrate their traumas and help them move on in their lives. So if this podcast has helped you in any way, pass the details on to somebody, pass them on to your neighbour, your friend. If this has resonated with you and you want to work with me, then please get in touch. I'll make sure I put all the details in the bottom of the podcast. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.